0: Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity you've given us to better understand what it means to be a representative of you. For you, Lord, is where are the best, is the best representation of what it means to be a man. And we pray, Father, as we go through these points and go through some topics and discuss, that we'll really begin to analyze our lives to ensure or to see if we're truly ready, responsible, and respectful. So, Father. Your precious spirit governs this time as we pour into these young men, helping them to be grown men that can handle their responsibilities. And we appreciate you that for that, Father. And Jesus, we do pray. Amen. 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 All right, so what's our three words? Amen. Yeah, yeah. So talking to the middle schoolers, we talked about that being ready, respectful, and responsible is a reflection of your self-esteem. Is a reflection of your character. A man that's ready is a man who respects himself. A man who's responsible honors himself. A man who's respectful loves himself. And so today we're gonna to really do a deep dive on what it means to be a man who has strong self esteem, strong love, and care for themselves. And so let's start here. I had this point that I shared with them. I said, how you carry yourself is a reflection of your care for yourself. How you carry yourself is a reflection of your care for yourself. What does that mean? Like how much you
1: respect yourself.
0: How much respect yourself. Listen, you can't out, you can't, re, you can't do what you don't have. Like, if, how can I respect somebody if I don't respect myself? The level of my personal respect determines the respect that I project. The level of my own responsibility of how I love myself determines if I'm responsible. So when we process these talks today, I want you guys to be self-reflective. I want you guys to examine what kind of man you are. Because let me tell you something. As a married man, you can't afford not to be ready. As a married man, you can't afford not to be responsible. As a married man, you can't afford to not be respectful. In any facet of life, you can't afford it. So let me make sure that I have enough in me to give out into the world to say, you know what, I am a person that's ready. I am a person that's responsible. I am a person that's respectful. Let's go through each definition. Let me hear from you all. What does ready mean to you all? What does it mean to be ready? Yep, yep, ready, prepared. Does preparation start at performance or before performance? Which one's more valuable, the performance or the preparation? The preparation, right? Because your performance is a direct correlation to your preparation. So if you view yourself as a purpose person and you view yourself as a man of God, and you view yourself in a certain kind of way, you're going to prepare. Nobody, all my basketball players, raise your hand. You're not going to go to a basketball court not prepared. What happens if you're not prepared on the court? You get taken out.
1: You get taken out. So on the
0: bench. What's the best place in a gym, the bench or the court? The court. But what you do off the court determines what you do on the court. That's in any fast life. I know we're a basketball school to a degree, so I use basketball. But no matter what it is that you endeavor to be in, they pay in accordance to your preparation. So we said prepared. I'm going to give you a definition real quick. And it's right there. Being ready means being prepared, willing, and equipped to take on a task or face a situation. Readiness begins hours, days, or weeks before a moment. So I want you guys to tell me what's a moment that you're excited to be in. I mean, I'm talking about you're standing in the moment, whether you in the Bahamas like a mine, you just had the, the water hitting your toes. Rich. My brother said rich. Yeah you're rich.
1: rich. yeah, you're rich
0: to be in the Bahamas. Yeah, I, <laughs> just, just the fact that you can go to the Bahamas. You can live in the Bahamas. Man. You, you, you are halfway oh, there right? already. So give me an example of a moment. That you want to be in for a long time. What's a moment? Championship. Can championships be erased? No, no. no, The banner, let me tell you something about my banners down there at the jump. We got about five banners up there. We got about three states, two national. You see what I'm saying? I got a banner. So when I bring my baby girl, I'm like, baby girl, your daddy put that banner up. I ain't really put it up there. I ain't put the maintenance there. You <laughs> know that banner, two thousand and one and two thousand four. That your daddy right now. <laughs> Championship. What else? A moment that you want to relish in forever. Yes, sir. Knowing
1: that you secured.
0: Secured what? How? Like knowing that,
1: like you in the place of God and God got you, so you ain't got worry about that.
0: No worries. What's another moment that you want to experience? And you got your wife there, too, and your children. Yes, sir. No, you keep your family safe. Safety. Now, if I want to enjoy these moments, I got to prepare now. The Bible says a wise man leaves a what? Give me some examples for their children's children. So right now, uh, Coach Mel has children. I have children. Mr. Saunders has children. Yo, we thinking about our kids' kids. (laughs) I don't got time to be in heaven and my kids looking, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking down like, man, I ain't leave them nothing. Right now, as a wise young man, you got to think about your children's children. Because when you think about your children's children, you will be ready for them. Yes, sir? Worries. Worries and then uh, safety. So a ready man says, I'm not just ready for the moment that I'm in now. I'm readying myself for the moments I want to live in forever. That permeates to every decision that you make. Now you'd be like, I'm ready. I got my shoes ready. Because what's the point? Like, uh, uh, Listen, what all has to be ready to play a, an effective basketball game? What all has to be ready before you're able to play effectively? Yes, sir? Your mentality. Your mentality. Expand it for me. Uh, your mentality. You got to
1: be <laughs> mm mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. like like, yeah. Coach, you been disciple
0: They call you been <laughs> <you> disciple. <laughs> <You discipling. laughs> <you been> <laughs> Man, I'm about to use get up They ain't gonna know who you are. Let me say this guy that keeps at school <laughs> <laughs> said this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not mentally ready, you won't be physically ready. What else has to be ready for an effective game? Basketball, whatever sport, whatever it is. Game plan, confidence, game plan. expound those two for real quick. Confidence, like you can't go to court scared. You to know, believe in yourself. And, been, a, and how does one build their belief to sustain belief in a game? Like, if it comes like from your teammates trusting you, mm-hmm. like, why is it key? They always trust, me in the they trust team, you. Like, they trust you. That oh, when you world, did like, that bureau last year, they had confidence Leo. in you. Coach Mel was like, man, he might start. Now, yeah. you no. hey, no. <laughs> <missed, I> <laughs> the Now, listen, listen. Man, <laughs> man, I missed my point. What you about to say? You said your point. Confidence. Now, Kobe Bryant said, he was never afraid of in-game situations because he practiced them a million times. I don't know if he said a million. But because he practiced that corner shot here at that mini shot, he said, it you don't know, matter. all I gotta do is get to my what spot? Mm-hmm. Confidence. What was the second one? Uh, the third one, game plan. game plan. Now, what do you have to physically have ready to have an effective game? Uh. For instance, if, if your, if your uh, short strap is loose, are you really ready? No. no. You got to tighten up. You got to up. If your shoes ain't tied, are you ready? No. no. If your shoe's slippery, are you ready? No. Why do you think they give uh, shoe-sponsored athletes new shoes every game? So they won't slip. If you saw what happened at Nike, Nike will scattered when Zion busted through their shoes. Oh, damn. Nah. You see what I'm saying? So we see that readiness begins moments before the moment. Many young men care about the moment, but not the preceding and the following moments. Friends, instance, we can get personal, People, men love the sex moment, but they don't care about the responsibility. They don't care about the purity before it, because what happens when you're impure before you get with a woman? Now you're bringing three women into your marriage. Now you also got to think about, if I sleep with this girl, And then we have a little girl, and the baby mama still got a girl mentality. Now you got a crazy baby mama for the rest of your life. So you can't just think about being ready for a temporary moment. You got to think about the permanent moments. And it's crazy many young men are turning temporary moments into permanent moments to people they wish they was never with permanently. That's readiness. Readiness says I have the mentality to say I'm ready. And that permeates even into school because how you do school determines how you pass the school of life. And yes, you're not going to take much from school with you. Please. Coach Mel, we were talking about pre-calculus. I don't even know. <laughs> it, well, I don't remember nothing from calculus. I, I remember some English terms because you need English in life. But I don't know. I forgot Romeo and Juliet story. They both died. and then that's all I know. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to say, you know, I'm going to come ready for this test. Because how I handle, how I prepare for any test will determine how I prepare for every test. So how you prepare for math is how you're going to prepare when that girl pass you by. How you prepare for English tests will determine that test when that devil brings it. Do you know the devil or life gives you the lesson before they give you the test? And so if you don't know how to pass the lesson, how can you get to your blessing? Number two, responsible. What does responsible mean to you all? Ownership and accountability. You ever seen somebody that walks in a room and they own the room even though they don't pay the bill for that room? Mm -hmm. (laughs) People can walk in a building, don't have it, made not one payment for that building, they own that building. Their presence takes ownership. Right now, every place your feet finds themselves, own that spot and be responsible. Responsibility is having the ability to respond. And I talked about this with the middle schoolers. I read definition real quick it says taking ownership and being accountable. So you use both of those two words for one's actions, decisions, and obligations. Responsibility says, I have the ability to respond. If you don't have the ability, then don't try to respond. None of you guys have the ability to respond to the needs of a woman. I'm sorry, unfortunately. The needs of a woman are so complex. You need more years in college to be able to understand. Have you ever seen that meme that says, uh, how to understand women, is a book this big? Now, people say, I have the ability to respond to raise her up, <laughs> but can you raise her up? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got enough to raise her up, but can you keep her raised? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, people love temporary rising. Like, I raise her up for a day, but can you keep her raised in a marriage for 40 plus years? Mm-hmm. That's ability. That's more than just using your body, that's more than just using your ribs. Like it's having a, a, a emotional intelligence. <laughs> Right, you know, you seen that stuff? I saw something at TikTok <laughs> day. She was uh, a guy was like, "What? Uh, what we eat for dinner?" And she was like, "What do you think we should have?" And he started processing. He was like, "What does this mean?" <laughs> it's deeper than just because if you just think that it's all physical ability, but you don't have spiritual ability, you don't have mental ability, and you don't have emotional ability, then you're never going to find her spiritual or her physical ability. What I mean by this is this. You've got to be a man that can respond in any area, in every area, with discernment, with poise, with peace. I have the ability to respond. And if you don't have the ability to respond, fine, borrow somebody's ability. I ain't talking about women, <laughs> but borrow somebody's ability. Hey, I'm not good at math, borrow somebody's ability. So I can respond to the math test. If you got a a young girl pressing up on you and you really want to press up on her, but you want to stay pure, borrow somebody's ability. If you don't don't have no image of a man and you don't know how a man's supposed to look and carry himself, borrow from the ability of men already. You have to say, if I don't have the ability to respond, I have to find the ability. Now, what's the biggest difference between reacting and responding? I forgot you went to my class last year. That's one Yeah, the disciples right there. What disciples, spitting, spitting, truth. So, <laughs> reacting, say it again, my brother. Uh, we don't think. We just react. We don't think. Responding is the byproduct of thinking. So, a lot of us just react. Because it don't take much ability to react. It takes a lot of ability to respond when someone disrespects you. I remember one time I was at the YMCA, y'all heard this story, I'm pretty sure. My grandma just, my grandma just passed away, not just now, but it was three years ago. And I said, Coach, I'm going to go, go hoop. The court's my sanctuary, part two. You know, part three, the house is my first sanctuary, the church is a sanctuary. But, but the basketball, the four lines, is just so peaceful. Especially when we are going to stretch, when you get my age, you got to stretch Boy, I thought i was stretched. and don't let the don't let the gym be warm. Mm-hmm. When the joints are lubricated and you um, I feel like I can dunk, oh man, I'm a different player. No, so I was in the I was in the gym. And this guy called me a B A right? I was
1: giving
0: a part I coach, I, I don't know what I did, coach. I was in another world, coach. I gave him like a twing cross and I did one of the as he backs. Okay. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, oh,
0: I let that thing fly. He said, you bars. I'd that let by my shirt. I said, what hey, you call me? Mm-hmm. This was three, this is four years ago. This ain't this ain't This, ain't, this, ain't, this, ain't, this ain't is pre it is. This is what it <laughs> is. If <is> <laughs> <is> <laughs> <is> <laughs> that was the Holy Spirit, it's <laughs> 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 The white guy, the white people, the Sorry. The, the white guy on—I remember this white guy on the treadmill. He was in mid-trade. <laughs> he looked at me and I said, "Oh man, he like a banker too. He like he got some." I was like, "Man, I can't be acting like this at the downtown YMCA. And Dow, it, you got, Dow is dangerous too, man. I, I, I've been—I've been banned from the Dow lines. Since I got married. I can't even go there no more. But that's not—that's story for them. <laughs> you can't go to downtown. But I realized I can't cope with these kind of people because I don't have the ability to respond to disrespect because basketball got very disrespectful. Mm -hmm. When we used to play ball, it wasn't as disrespectful. The game talked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, they talk more than their game can actually perform. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Anyway, let's keep going. Responsibility (laughs) is having the ability to respond. So if you don't have the ability, don't respond to it, <clears throat> because let me tell you, that's all I'm going to tell you on that. Last points, I think coach, I know coach got some bars for you guys too. I want to give, and also the other gentlemen, please chime in at any given time. Respectful, and then I'm out your way. I'm going to give coach uh, some time for sure. Um, what's respectful by definite? What's respectful to you guys? What does that mean? I got you. That's good. What else? What you about to say, I forgot. No, you're good. you good. you good. Respectful. <laughs> i <I'll> read. <clears throat> respectful by definition is showing consideration, politeness, and regard for the feelings, rights, and opinions of others. Being respectful. The title of this topic was to empower a young men through readiness, responsibility, and respectful, but Self-respect determines how you respect others. For instance, a person who respects themselves, they don't just respond to everything. If someone calls you gay and you respond, and my friend, 5% of you might be gay. 20, maybe 27% if you respond really. I'm like, oh, he responded, responded, so he might be 27. Right? What I'm trying to say is When you respect yourself You don't respond to disrespect Thank you family, appreciate you You don't respond to that <laughs> Because if you respond it's a, it's a reflection of your insecurities And so if you respond to it Then there's a level of disrespect that you have yourself. But if you disrespect other people My friend, that's dangerous business do you know we're all image bearers of God that you look and y'all look more like God than your own mama and daddy? Because what are we really? We're a spirit, we have a soul, and we're in the body. Your mama and daddy determined how your body was going to come out genetically, but God was the one that genetically infused himself in who you really are. And so when you talk bad about somebody, you're only talking bad. You think you're talking bad about one-third of them. No, you're talking about all of them. And God, imagine, listen, uh, Drew, you're a rapper. If, if I disrespect your music, you're going to be sensitive about that. You're going to be sensitive because you what? Creative. You're an artist, right? If you drew something and I just threw it off the desk, you might flip your desk. Because you created it, how do you think God feels when we disrespect what He made? Promise you, man, I don't know what rage is like, Coach Man. All of us got daughters, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man! Lord, (laughs) like (laughs) like if someone does something (laughs) to my daughter, (laughs) friend. There's no question. I went from having a ministry to having a prison ministry. <laughs> and I don't want to take me to prison. Yeah, I killed him. Yeah. And I kept shooting I uh, They were like, dude, he put seven holes in his forehead. Yeah, sure yup. I'm a marksman. Once I'm in I'm a marksman. That, was, that thing going through the skull, through you dead, dead. So, because that's my baby. Imagine God, understand that God has that. I am something to put a bullet hole in anybody. But, but oh, what I'm saying is that level <laughs> of, of respect, that love that he has for you, that should permeate through you. The Bible says, and I'm done, coach, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully means he made you with respect. He said... I respected you even though your free will disrespects me often I still made you fearfully full of reverence that means you should have full reverence if you're fearfully made then you gotta allow yourself where's that full reverence come from Like, like you have to know that you're an image bearer of God you'll carry yourself differently you will clothe yourself differently you will talk differently because you're reverenced by God. God said, I took my time making you. Don't, don't despise the 6'11". God, don't despise that you're not 6'3". I made you 5'6". I made you. I'm the one that put that gift of writing in you. I'm the one that put that gift of theater in you. I'm the one that put that love for automobile in you. I'm the one that took my time making you. And we want to be copies? God... The devil make copies. God make originals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God is not going to be like, Oh, he's going to be looking for the original blueprint of you. And he's going to look at that original blueprint. Now, does the blueprint prove that the building's already built? No. No. The blueprint is how the building is supposed to be built. So he gave us a blueprint... And when you come to God, we're going to see how the house is built in accordance to the blueprint. And if God made you a penthouse, but you're a ranch house, God's going to judge you based upon how he designed you. And if you have that respect for yourself, no matter where you go, you follow the blueprints. Right now, you have to build this level of your house in this school in accordance to the blueprint he has for you. Because you respect yourself. Respect is so important, my, my brothers. You are a representative. And what we're trying to do as older men, we understand some things. That what you're doing right now, how you practice now, will determine how you perform later. Can you have a bad, I'm talking to coach, can a player have a bad practice and really have a good game? Absolutely. They can But what kind of game can they have if they have a be, oh, an amazing practice?
1: Better
0: game. Better game. How you practice now and how you practice any and everything will determine how you perform. So what we're trying to say is respect yourself. Love yourself. We don't talk about self-esteem and self-worth with men. We don't really get those topics. The girls get those, and we wonder why our world is where it is today because men don't get those topics. Where is your self-esteem right now? On a scale, don't even say it out loud, but reflect. On a scale of 1 to 10, where is your self-esteem? On a scale of 1 to 10, where is your self-worth? Because that will determine how you are worth. worth, or It will determine your worth in the marketplace. It will determine your worth wherever you go. If you know that I'm a child, I'm an image bearer of the Most High God, and I carry myself in accordance, then my friend, you'll be unstoppable. But it starts here. You got to be ready. Always. The Bible says be ready, oh, be, uh, be ready in season, out of season. That's, that's, that's basketball terms. That's sports terms, too. Listen, Kevin Durant giving buckets right now. Is the NBA started? No. Who was giving buckets I saw online the other day? I said, man, was it uh, Devin Booker? He had a beanie on. I said, these new basketball players, they're they got, they got, they wearing beans in the gym. But if you're a bucket, you can do what you want. <laughs> but what I'm saying is they're hooping now as if they're hooping with refs in a stadium full. Because you gotta be ready in season, out of season. You also gotta be responsible. Because let me tell you something, fellas. A woman's gonna require more than just sex from you. A woman's gonna require a family's gonna require more than just financial provision. You gotta provide for, you gotta provide spiritually, you gotta provide emotionally. Bro, You coach, you know this. All the guys in here know this. Why do they always wanna talk to us? When we wanna do something for ourselves. You know how many times I was in the middle of writing a book and my wife was like, Can't we talk? I can't put that before her. Because if I put my work before her, then somebody will bring their work to her. I don't got time for It's one thing. We we cool, we don't mind cheating. But let your woman well let your woman get emotionally invested in somebody else. <laughs> you and your feelings. What do you mean you love him? <laughs> But if you don't have the ability right now, you got to say, okay, God, I need to cultivate ability so that I can respond to the needs of wherever I want to go. And last but not least, we got to be respectful. Go ahead,
1: I'm done. So what are the three words again we're working on? What's the three words for you? Ready, respectful, responsible, right? Now, let me tell you that the... The definition today, what I'm going to say, the definition today, is going to be several definitions, but the definition of being a man, how many consider themselves to be a man? I'm glad you're with yourself. I'm so glad nobody's hands went up. But at the same time, you should think that you're a man. I mean, you're a young man at this point, but is striving to be a grown man, right? And my definition of a grown man is you have to be ready to be respectful towards responsibility. You have to be ready to be respectful towards responsibility. There's so many men out here in this world today that's not a man in my eyes. Like I told in middle school, I don't associate myself with certain cats. If you don't take care of your kids, you don't pay your bills, you ain't take care of your family, we're not cut from the same cloth. There's not much we can talk about. I don't even want to hear you talk, to be honest with you. And I know cats like that. I know a lot of cats that, you know, they got kids, and they don't—they got a bunch of kids, don't take care of none of them, bro. I ain't got nothing. I mean, respect you, love you, whatever, but I ain't—I don't respect that, and I can't love that, so I got to keep it pushy, Right? You have got to get to the point where you are respectful towards responsibility. The older you get, the more responsibility is going to be thrown on you, and the older you get, the more boring those responsibilities become. It <laughs> ain't always going to be something you're going to enjoy doing. That's right. But that's part of being a man, is being respectful towards responsibility, right? So right now, at, at your age, some of us haven't reached men's status or young man's status yet. Why? Because every time responsibilities don't enter, you cry about it. You whine about it. Man, why I got to do that? I got to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. To whom much is given, much is required. Why shy away from it? Because it gets you no know, easier from the point that you're at right now it gets no easier. Coach mentions, you know, about having a girlfriend or a wife. That's a whole different level of responsibility. Once again, when you're thinking with this head and not the other one. That's right. When you're thinking with this head and not the other one, there's a whole lot of responsibility coming to that. Yeah, if you want to shoot up the club, any club you want to shoot up, and you just shoot it up and keep it moving, and you have three, four babies on your hand, and you got three, four baby moms, like you was saying, That's that's a whole different life that, that I don't even want to get into. But at the end of the day, when you're thinking with, your, with, with the right head and you get with the right woman, there comes responsibility. Once again, you're a coward if you don't take care of your responsibility. You're a coward if you knock the girl up and you leave her alone and you don't, you don't take care of the baby, you don't, you don't pay no bills, you don't do no child support, Nothing. you're a coward. It don't make you no man because you can lay around and have four, five, six, seven different kids, that don't make you a man. What makes you a man is being able to keep your pants up when you need to. What makes you a man is being able to walk away from certain stuff. Now I tell my I tell my guys this all the time about being dogs, like on court, like we got to be dogs, like just be a dog about everything. Now one thing about being a dog and one thing about becoming a man, I ask this question all the time: Have you ever seen a straight dog? Anybody ever seen a straight dog? Have you ever seen a pack of straight dogs? I ain't never seen a pack of straight dogs. What does that mean? Why? Because I'm a dog. I don't need nobody else. I walk alone. I walk to the beat of my own drum. I stand on my own two feet. I make my own decisions. I don't care about what the person next to me thinks. Some of y'all respect the other person more than you respect yourself. You got to really soak that in. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, coach? Yeah. If I care about what Josh thinks more than I care about myself, I respect him and his decision and what he thinks more than I respect myself. And that is the culture that's going on right now. We care about what everybody in this room thinks about. Man, I, let me tell you, when I figured that out, because let, 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 let me not be holding it now, i not. I was just like him. I used to worry about the person to my left or to my right. I told you, some of y'all know my story. I, man, listen, I was here at Biggie from second grade all the way to 12th grade. I ran a muck up in this camp. From second grade up until ninth grade, I was off the chain. I fizzled out. Ninth grade, I was still getting in a little bit of trouble, but I fizzled out in the ninth grade. 10th grade didn't really get in no trouble. 11th grade, didn't get in no trouble. In 12th grade, I got in a big fight, but that's get you know. The... But when I start getting in trouble, is when I stop caring about what the person beside me thought. Because what I realized was. The person that was beside me, that was laughing and joking with me when I was getting in trouble, wasn't with me when I was getting beat at home. They wasn't with me when I was on punishment. They weren't with me when I wasn't able to play basketball and they was able to go up and down the court and play basketball for the church or for whatever, and my parents sent sit me to the sideline because I, my behavior was bad. No, you can't play. What I realized was they not getting the same consequences I'm getting. I'm the only one that's receiving this negative energy because of my consequence. they laughing and joking while I'm doing the, 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 the clown act, but whenever the, the, the punishment comes and, and, and the consequences come, they ain't nowhere to be found. And they ain't saving me from it either. So I had to learn how to love myself. I had to learn how to respect myself. I had to learn who to talk to, when to talk to them, when not to talk to them. I had to learn that. Miss McCullough, I had to stop fighting her. I had to love her. Ms. McCullough, hey, you know, let's just be friends. I, I promise I wrapped my arms around her one day coming down the hallway. She don't even remember. I asked her the other day. She remembers. She don't remember. And I said, Ms. McCullough, I want to be friends. And she said, you know, that's a good idea. Let's be friends. From that moment on, I didn't say the work got easy. But my understanding got clearer. Our relationship got better. And my grades got better. Now I wasn't fighting right? I wasn't fighting them mentally because it wasn't like I was going to class trying to fight it, it was a mental battle. A lot of y'all going to classroom because of the feeling that you already have for your teacher, there's already a blockage. You can't receive, you can't learn, you can't do anything right because you already have a perception of this person. I respected my responsibility. I respected the fact that I had more to do. I respected the fact that I had a challenge in Miss McCullough's class, but how do I embrace this challenge and get over it? Part of being a man is eliminating excuses and looking yourself in the mirror. Quit giving excuses for every single thing. Why you can't do this or why you can't do that or this person did this or this person did that. Love yourself enough to be honest and true with yourself to accept whatever responsibilities come comes at you. And it starts here. The responsibility that you got now, it don't get no easier. You guys are in a perfect time in life. Now some of you may have to work a job or something like that to kind of help out at home if you're in that situation. So be it, it's responsibility, it ain't gonna kill you, what don't kill you make you stronger. Accept it, be respectful about it, and handle your responsibility. Now, how do you be respectful towards responsibility? Can anybody give me an example of what that might mean to you, being respectful towards responsibility? Because, hold on, before you say it, because we can handle responsibility but can handle it different ways. Right? So how do we be respectful? Is there somebody in the back that said something? Yeah, I me. Mean. Alright. Uh, you can be respectful to your responsibility by like not running away from it. By not running away from it? Going going head on straight up? Anybody else? Going into going into whatever you have to do with a good attitude. No. Say it one time. Going into whatever you have to do with a good attitude. Doing it with a good attitude. Going into it, doing it with a good attitude. Anybody else? I'll take one more if anybody got one.
0: Yeah, I want to say um, you can be respectful uh, toward responsibility by knowing that it's going to be a great outcome because you were um, responsible.
1: He just touched on something. Trust in the process. Trust in the process. Now, here's the thing about what we all teach here in our our Christian belief in our faith. Faith is believing without seeing. Sometimes when you put in that work, you don't see the immediate result. He said, You got to know. You got to know. I got to know if I, if, if I put in work on the gym, if I went hard for, 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 for the whole summer, if I didn't take a day off, if I didn't take a playoff, if I didn't take a sprint off, if I worked hard every single day, I got to know that the results going to pay off. I got to believe that the results going to pay off. Faith without works is dead. You can believe you can hit that jump shot all, all day long. If you ain't working that jump shot, boy, bye. You gotta work on it, right? But you gotta believe. Faith without works is dead. You gotta believe that it's gonna happen. So I like what he said as far as like you when you respectful towards responsibility. You're respectful going into it, knowing that okay, I gotta grind it. I gotta test on Friday. I gotta study today. I need to study tomorrow. I need to put the time in, and I believe that if I study, I'm gonna pass this test, right? You got to believe that if you attack any and every responsibility with respect, with the right type of attitude, going into it with the right mindset, right? Not just doing it. A lot of times we do stuff at home or whatever. We ask our parents for everything in the world. But as soon as that, it, I'm preaching now, Lord, this is it. I deal with it all the time. The moment I ask you to do something, I get an attitude. I'm talking about my own kids. I'm talking about my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> but will call and ask me for everything. And I don't get a chance, once again, man, responsibility. And I don't get a chance to pitch a fit when you call and ask me. Once again, I'm talking about I ain't talking about y'all. Give me a second. Right? Now, I'm talking about my kids, my son, my daughter. And I don't get a chance to, to pitch a fit when you call and ask me for money. When you call and ask me to get you the new video game or the new joy. But the moment I ask you to take out the trash, the moment I ask you to wash the dishes, now, you, you resonate that with yourself. If y'all doing that at home with y'all parents, you resonate that with yourself. The moment they ask you to do something, you got an attitude. Man, I don't feel like, what you want me to go down the list of things I don't feel like doing? Man. That's part of being a man. That's part of it. Man. What did Mike Tyson say? Discipline. Is doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. You, I don't want to get up and come to work every day. Who does? Man, I don't want to be on a beach somewhere sipping a non-alcoholic beverage. (laughs) Eating a turkey sandwich or whatever. Like, I don't want to be at, who wants to be at work, right? I love what I do, don't get it twisted, but who wants to wake up every day and work? Nobody. But I do it like I love it, right? Because I understand that the results down the line, I understand that me providing for my family means any and everything. Here's another thing I wanted to touch on this culture. Kept talking about relationships and don't get no girl or have no girlfriend if you're not ready to take care of everything that comes with it. Saying all that to say this let God help you become the man that you are. Some of you may not, and I ain't talking about nobody's daddy because I don't know nothing about nobody, nothing. But some of y'all might not be up under the right example. Some of you might be seeing a different example of what it is you're designed to be. Right. So, if you don't, if you, if, or some of us may not have an example. Right. Some of us may be in a single parent home where it's just our moms and our dad is not there. Right. Or our dad is around, but he not there every day. I might see him every now and then, but he not there every single day. Right. So, um, don't let that deter you, or don't let that shape who you become as a man. Let God shape, because God is the only perfect being that we, and the only perfect example that we have. To, to attest to. Now, my dad, in my opinion, was a perfect example, but he wasn't a perfect man, right? He had a lot of faults, but when it comes down to holding down the family and being a man to take care of his responsibility, I can honestly say I ain't never seen a light flicker. I ain't never seen a water cut off. I ain't never seen, and we had four of us, four kids, as well, and we all went to, well, three of us went to victory, and he paid out of his pocket. He just retired this past year. And my dad probably, sit, he's sitting on he's sitting on bank right now. Worked the same job for close to 50 years. Good job. So saying all that to say this is that God grants you wisdom and discernment to know what's a good example, what's a bad example. Right? And it's, it's, it's gonna be on you and it's not easy because when you're seeing something every day, if your dad is single and you know, and he doing his thing, and you seeing about two, three different women at the house every week, may not be the best example. But at the end of the day, you got to live and you got to stand before God on your own. Dad ain't gonna be able to stand there for you. Mom ain't gonna be able to stand there for you. So when you got to answer God, it's about what you did and what and, and, and the choices that you made. So don't let negative influences influence your decision to be positive.
0: That makes sense.